Transistors have three terminals, a source, a drain, and a gate. Current flows from the source, and if the gate allows the electrons to pass, out the drain. You know how computer code is ones and zeros at its most fundamental level? Well, this is where that physically happens. Current flowing through an open gate represents a one, and a closed gate with no current represents a zero. Pack thousands of these transistors together, and they can do calculations and act as a computer's brain, or CPU. This is a huge leap in technology. First of all, how did you do this, and what opportunities does this open up? So yeah, it is a big deal because it's not very often that uh, we make a breakthrough in technology that can lift all boats. And we gotta remember that behind the scenes of our computers and our phones and our cars and you know every gadget that we have, we have semiconductors and chips. And at the bottom of them, there's these transistors that are the basis of the digital world of zeros and ones. And what we've achieved now is the fruit of four years of work of hundreds of scientists and engineers working in Albany, New York, in a facility that has been the product of $15 billion of investment over the last two decades. So it's quite a feat of science and engineering. And in the end, what it's gonna deliver for us is the proof that we have the next you know, future node for the semiconductor industry beyond you know, the seven, five, three, and now the two nanometer node. Computer chips. They power everything from your smartphone, your TV, and even the International Space Station. They're one of the most important pieces of technology we have. And that's why it's big news that IBM's announced it's created the world's smallest computer chip with parts that are barely bigger than a strand of DNA. To put that into perspective, a single strand of DNA has a diameter of 2.5 nanometers. Because this chip has smaller transistors than any other processor on the planet, that means any technology it eventually appears in, like smartphones and computers, will be faster and more energy efficient. So why didn't they make these before? Well, it wasn't exactly possible until IBM recently invented two new types of technology to make the chips. Even though that technology isn't currently ready for mass production, using these new chips could be just a few years away. In the midst of a pandemic that's been politicized and public health advice that keeps on changing, it's easy to understand why misinformation spreads. I've read articles about putting a little chip in with the vaccine. So when the, the cameras, the 5G comes out, what? They're, they're going to they're gonna scan everybody? We got to get scanned? All of you are practicing the devil's laws. What happened to Bill Gates? Why is he not in jail? It's a big thing that's going on TikTok right now. What, can you just put that to rest and say how ridiculous it is that, the, that um, we are not being ridiculous. injected with chips is what I want We you are to not talk. being injected with chips. Doctors, scientists, and the makers of microchips all agree there's no chip in the COVID-19 vaccine. That's just not possible as far as the size that would be required for that microchip. Second, that microchip would have to have an associated power source. And then in addition, that power source would have to transmit a signal through at least an inch of muscle and fat and skin to a remote device, which again, just doesn't make sense. Monkey, monkey, monkey.